Welcome to the Georgia Tech Catholic Center podcast. I'm the chaplain here, Father Branson Hip, And I'm Nick Lima. Uh, I'm a third year BME. I'm Katie Irwood. I'm a first year biochem major. And we're the homeless ministry coordinators here at the Catholic Center. It's great to be with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we wanted to take a minute just to kind of uh, talk about outreach, homeless ministry, and charitable work specifically like during this time of Lent, the three things that are kind of proposed to us to help us to enter into the Paschal mystery and to kind of, and to convert our hearts is what we say is like prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And that these are the three specific gestures that are given to us for that. And I think it's easy to talk about those things, but very often what I found is we can talk about these things without having a really deep understanding of them and specifically almsgiving and charity. And I know many people struggle with this question or kind of have set rules for like when they encounter the, the homeless uh, of like, don't give money or, you, you know, whatever. Like yeah. they, they have like kind of preconceived notions. Right. And so wanted to take a specific moment to discuss almsgiving, outreach, and then a specific event that we have. Mm-hmm. And to kind of have a help in this, uh, I offered to Nick and Katie that we read this little talk by uh, Monsignor Luigi Giussani called The Meaning of Charitable Work. And they, like, Father Giussani, along with the college students and high schoolers that he worked with, would kind of talk about this and work on it before they would go and do charitable work. And they were actually going to, I think it was called the Bassa, and it was this um, extremely poor area outside of Milan where they would go and teach the kids. Mm-hmm. And they would do this actually, like, every week. Um, but I wanted to talk about some of the things in here that he says about what, why we do charitable work and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and wanted to give a space for you guys to talk about like what struck you. So, and we'll have within the link access to like this specific document because I think that it's worth reading and working on. Yeah, so I'll start us out. Um, there are a few parts of this passage that really stick out to me. Uh, a few of them are, I'll quote them real quick. Communicating to others gives us the experience of completing ourselves. And then shortly after that, to be interested in others, to communicate to others, enables us to fulfill the supreme. And then it goes on. Um, I just thought this was really interesting because the paper then goes on to discuss how Jesus, or God manifested himself as man in a very humble way, right? And I feel like a lot of times we think of charity in terms of giving money to charity or just kind of these somewhat distant acts, when in reality, if we really want to emulate what God wants us to do, and if we really want to emulate what Christ did, is we need to be humble people that, and it doesn't even need to be like these elaborate acts. It could be as simple as, you know, holding the door open for someone or asking someone about their day. But I just really thought it was interesting how he really drove home the point that Christ came here humbly and we can do the same to kind of display that charity. And also I wanted to, another part of the passage that stuck out to me was later on it he discusses important considerations to think about before you look into doing charitable work and one of them is doing in order to comprehend and a quick quote is in order to understand it is not enough to know it is necessary to do with the courage of freedom so it's kind of he drives home the point that a lot of times when we're doing charitable work we don't know what is truly best for the people we're helping and I wanted to talk a little bit about, I don't mean to steal all the thunder, <laughs> but there's this organization here in Atlanta and a few other cities called Back on My Feet. And I've been fortunate enough to volunteer with them um, 
Unfortunately, I haven't been able to volunteer with them in the past month due to an injury, but basically what they do is they take these people who have displayed a strong interest in wanting, who are homeless and have displayed a strong interest in wanting to get back on their feet to enter into this program where they have different classes and different uh, resources to help them, you know, get a car, get a job, etc. cetera. Um, but where the volunteers come in is every morning at about 5.30, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we can uh, just join them for a run. And we build just a community environment and it's a really cool experience. And how I want to relate it back to this paper is just, you know, uh, Monsignor Chiusani is just saying, we don't, we don't always understand what's best for these people. And just from personal experience, all the, everyone I've met through Back on My Feet has come through many different walks of life. And um, some people enjoy talking about their personal lives and their families, while others not so much. So I think just kind of going in with the mindset that I'm here to learn just as much as I'm here to help is very useful. And I like how Monsignor brings that to light in this paper. Because there was something you said very specifically about like a change of perspective in yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and I think what was so profound or what made me do that was just how many different types of people there were. I mean, we see people coming from like West Virginia or out from my hometown in Cincinnati. Like I, I met people from all over and everyone has a unique story that is just very unique to them and like what they need in a morning run may just be silence maybe it's a conversation about life maybe it's when the next class is but regardless everyone's needs are different and just not assuming what we know what they uh what's best for them i think is a great approach when going into doing charitable work yeah i kind of going back to your first point of like he says that charity is the law of existence mm-hmm. like it's actually how we are made so you, you were talking about he says like if we are not able to give we experience ourselves as incomplete beings yeah and so there's something very deep underneath here talking about that the way that we are made the structure of our being mm-hmm. is to live life as a gift right. and to actually walk with and help and love others and if we aren't doing that, we will experience ourselves as uh, like truncated human beings. Like our, our humanity will be incomplete because he says the law of existence is charity. And then connecting this to, like you said, to Christ, of Christ revealed like people lived this but didn't understand it mm-hmm. until Christ because it revealed that who God is is charity, is love, right. like a trinity of mutual self-gift. And so people have always had this experience of they go and do their own thing and think that it makes them happy. And the honest experience is disappointment. And then these little moments where we give of ourselves, where someone like the simplicity of running with the homeless. And it awakens these like deeper depths of the heart. And I think like for many people, it's a surprising thing. Like it was a surprise for you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I went into it with just the mindset that, you know, I, Due to just different personal experiences and stuff, um, I know that the weight of homelessness and just getting back on your feet is a very trying time, and it's very difficult. And just having seen some things at home, and I, uh, I understand that people. I thought I had an understanding of what people's experiences are with being homeless, but what was so impactful with the back of my feet experience and just charitable work with the homeless in general is that there's really so many different stories and different backgrounds and 
people come from very just affluent jobs and just based on life's events, they end up in a position that's very unfortunate. And I think that's just what hit me the most. I, I Such a great learning experience and also just a great community and atmosphere to be around. I found another part of Father Giussani's, the meaning of charitable work, very interesting. It connects to what Nick was saying and like Father Giussani is really trying to get across that like free time, that's the time we should spend doing charitable work. And um, he says, quote, like, the small amount of free time redeems all the rest and little by little in doing charitable work, one begins to better understand one's colleague at the bank, one's father and mother, and one's coworker. And like Nick said, like he began to better understand just what each of the people needed that he was running with. All of them needed something different, but some of them needed silence, some of them needed good conversation. But like we don't really know what they need until we get in their shoes and really try to spend time with them and spend our free time with them because if we spend our free time with them then that means that they mean something more to us than spending our our work time or something like that yeah he says something really like you're hitting on a a very fascinating point something that he said that really struck me in another one of his talks where he basically said that how we spend our free time reveals what we actually love or what really matters to us. And many people, their kind of litmus fest is how does somebody do their work, their schoolwork, et cetera. But he's like, no, free time is free, meaning it reveals what's actually really important to you. And he also says on that, he's like, honestly, it reveals most people are fools because (laughs) what do most people do in their free time? They fill it with distraction and noise. Mm -hmm. They say like, Prayer is important to them or God's important to them. But when it's actual free time, you know, they'll do whatever. And so he's really insistent on charitable work needs to happen during free time because uh, it's the education of our freedom. And he's saying, like, it has to be chosen. If charity is gift of self, then it has to be a freely given gift. Mm -hmm. And so it needs to happen within free time. And he says, like, don't neglect your study or work and don't neglect your family. And even if it's like the part that you read, Katie, of a small amount of free time redeems all the rest in the sense of I freely choose to live life as gift in this small moment, Mm -hmm. in this very specific way, running with the homeless or giving out hygiene bags or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, And it changes the way I see all of my life. He says little by little in doing charitable work, one begins to better understand one's colleague, et cetera, because we understand the heart of the other person and the need of the other person and even like kind of what you're getting at about like that we very often don't know what makes the other person happy mm-hmm. i mean honestly like do we know like what makes us happy you know right. like yeah. like this actually really yeah. i i think like just of my own experience of when i was doing a, a lot of homeless ministry what i experienced in myself in front of them was a profound helplessness mm-hmm. of gosh like i i can't fix this situation and I, I don't know what I can do. And yet, like, because we can come in with this naive thing of if we just do this, 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 and this, like, problem solved, mm-hmm. right? And that it's just a problem of greater, like, organizational cohesion. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it's just a problem of reforming societal structures. Right. And that's certainly a part of it. But one of the things he says in here is, it is the discovery of the fact that precisely because we love them, it is not we who make them happy. 
and that not even the most perfect society, the most legally solid organism, the greatest riches, the surest health, the purest beauty, the most educated civilization will ever be able to make them happy. And it's funny because uh, it's true for them because it's true for us. How many of us have gotten exactly what we wanted and it wasn't really what we wanted? Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. of, of this experience of, of disappointment. St. Teresa of Avila said, like, there are more tears for answered prayers than for unanswered prayers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a People like quote. weeping over like them getting exactly what they want and it yeah. ends up being profoundly disappointing. So this mm-hmm. discovery of, like, and, and it generates a deeper question for them and for us of what fills man's heart? Right. What actually makes us happy? Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting because he also says that, quote, um, he shared our nothingness as in God shared our nothingness and I think that kind of struck me that there's so much of our lives are filled with like this nothingness. I don't know that there's not as much meaning as we would like to think there is, and that's why we need to do more charitable work to bring more meaning into our life to highlight those things that really matter most to us and to show us that we are more fortunate than we sometimes think we are, and we have been given so many things that we may not have realized. Yeah. Before. Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for how much you learn about yourself through charitable work, and uh, not not like in a selfish way, just in a just growth way, right? I mean, just going out of your way to really learn about, put yourself, try to put yourself in someone's shoes, and try to just be a friend to them, be there for them. I think is very impactful and very good for just personal growth. Yeah, it reveals more of who they are and who we are, right? Right, mm-hmm. and that and this gets to his point again of like that the law of existence is gift, is mm-hmm. charity, is communion. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense then that in beginning to live this in a specific way mm-hmm. within charitable work, that we come to discover more deeply who we are and who others are. Yeah, and yeah, so sure. like that's that's really important. And again, I think. Like he's inviting us to not just do charitable work and to help others, even though we're called to do that, but to live it with this greater awareness. That part that you pointed out, Nick, of doing in order to comprehend. In order to understand it is not enough to know. It is necessary to do with the courage of freedom, as you read. Mm -hmm. Of, uh, I think, and especially at Georgia Tech, there's a certain type of person, and I I include myself in that as well, that... Mm -hmm can very often believe that it's just a problem of understanding things. Absolutely. Once you know it intellectually, it's like the problem's resolved. And that sure. can extend to the Christian life, where mm-hmm. it's just a problem of like knowing good theology or knowing the yeah. things of the church. And that's certainly part of it. But again, the way that God saved us was not, hey, here's all the things. Mm-hmm. He became man yeah. and shared life with us and said, come sure. follow me and like pick up your cross and follow after me. So there's this... this requirement of actually living things in the flesh in order to understand them so just kind of a a brief like summary of what's being kind of offered to us and that i would offer to the whole community is that first of all we are called to do invited to do charitable work actually to reacquire and deepen this awareness of how we are made for all of our life that we're called to live life as communion and gift and that we often miss this. And we learn this in a very specific place, right? And I just think of it as like, 
it, it's not enough to have like an idea of health and you're not actually called to exercise all the time you take a few specific instances throughout the week to exercise mm -hmm. well and that invites you to like be healthy for yeah. the rest of your your time mm -hmm. and so he's inviting us to do a few specific gestures in our free time of charitable work and learning and learning and entering into it with this awareness in order that we become men and women of charity of self-gift in mm -hmm. all aspects of our life and that it's not enough to think that we know what the other needs but that we need to actually pay attention to them and strive to love them and enter into this and then like do in order to comprehend in order to understand and that this needs to be in free time uh and to like really pay attention to what's happening around us so that having been said like again like it's not enough just to think about these things but actually do them like we have a very specific event coming up of outreach so did you guys want to say a few words about yeah. that yeah so this saturday the 20th is it yeah we're doing a service event with mercy missions and kind of the goal is we're going to pass out hygiene bags and there's also going to be a few small teams like a barista team and a cooking team that are going to be just kind of creating this picnic vibe at a couple parks uh at woodruff park and hurt park and near immaculate conception but the event's going to be from 8 30 a.m to 12 30 p.m and chick-fil-a lunch is provided for all volunteers um and if you're interested mercymissionsatlanta.com and we'll put the link in the, in the show okay notes. perfect yeah and uh there's more details about parking um parking at AAA parking which is 69 peachtree center avenue and it's seven dollars um but yeah we're uh looking forward to it and we're hoping to have a good turnout yeah and father john also mentioned that if you can't like pay the seven dollars for parking or something just let us know because we can um, help cover that great and uh stay tuned for other we're going to continue to offer outreach events uh throughout the semester and there's also like a number of like places doing really good charitable work mm -hmm. and i would offer like if you can't do this saturday but to do like something uh with like your friends regularly in your free time because uh, I, I know it's made sure. like, a big difference for you Nick yeah and it has for me so great thanks so much for listening to the Georgia Tech Catholic Center podcast and we'll see you guys next time thanks guys thank you